0: Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Our conclusion on Westboro starts now on Monsters of the Midwest. As you recall from the previous episode... We talked a lot about their beginnings and how Westboro got started. We left the episode off with school children picketing while eating Lunchables and what a terrible sight that is to see on their only lunch break. But now we're going to get into the conclusion
1: and then I, I actually put on here, I, I found and watched countless documentaries um, and interviews from members of the WBC on the BBC network. So obviously yeah. what we just talked about. Um, but, yeah, it truly baffles me, like the level of hatred and the level of just disdain of other people and basic human the, rights and everything. They just they just preach yes. that like it's nothing like, you the know, the
0: level of commitment that these people have is right superior to anything that I have committed to myself over the years because let me tell you I am never that committed to anything and like this podcast is coming pretty close to to a solid commitment let me tell you but that taking a lunchable outside of my own school and just protesting at my own school like you are so bold
1: oh right I mean, I was going to joke and say, man, our friendship has hit over 10 years. So, I mean, that's the most committed I've ever been in my fucking life. So, shit. I mean, <laughs> hey. we, we could say that. Hey. You know, but. <laughs> yeah, like. Like, bitch, you're trying to fuck up my lunch? Shoot. Right. My fat ass is not trying to fuck up a lunch. Ever. Ever. Yikes. I don't care. You know? But it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's so nuts. I, I can't
0: believe that they do it. They're just so I'm- blind to the fact that, like, they, they don't want. I feel like they don't want to make friends with anybody because they're afraid to make friends with somebody that is unclean.
1: True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'm not sure if it's like their direct message on to everyone else that disturbs me so much or if it's like the fact that they're literally the basic Bottom of the barrel definition of grooming their fucking kids, um, mm. of these disgusting fundamentalist beliefs, like the, these most disgusting pits of hate that they're just grooming these children day in, yeah. day out, you know, like, oh, oh my god, lunch bell, shit, gotta go across, gotta go do work, gotta go do this, gotta, go, you know, like, it's just, yes. It's, it's terrible. And like the documentaries that I watched, they showed kids as young as four getting out on these picket Aww. lines. And Aww. when. Yeah. And when the one guy in the documentary, he questioned him, he said, you know. So you're holding a sign like, do you know what that means? And because he asked permission from Shirley, can I ask them permission? She goes, absolutely. They are completely doctrined in everything. They are, they are pure. They're this, they're pure bloodline. And he's like, all right, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, let me, can I, am oh, I cool wow. to ask them questions? And, and he, she was like, yes, of course, you know, so proud. And, you know, he asked them like, just basic, like simple questions of, do you know what that sign means that you're holding? You know? Um Yeah. Blah blah blah, and they were they not a damn one of them said that they did, you know. And I'm gonna read yeah, off this four. I I wrote down what their sign because there was multiple children that were young. There were they were Shirley's grandkids. There was um, there's only two members outside of the initial bloodline family that at the time of that first documentary was members of the Westboro Baptist Church. So I think one of them was. Uh, a non-bloodline kid I guess I mean okay. if that's the correct way to say it but yeah. anyways all, all the kids were rounded up and they, and he asked him you know what what's going on you know and these were the, right. the signs that they, I wrote down what the signs that they were holding so quote unquote fag troops kill fags oh. uh, Jewish worship is like worshiping the rectum of God um, oh. the statue of liberty is dyke liberty And none of them had any idea. And, like, you could see the parents kind of, like, coaching them to saying this. And, like, when they were, like, coaching them, the questions they were asking were really—they weren't—they weren't weren't leading, in a sense, the fact, like, you remember what we talked about last time. Like, they weren't like that. yeah. But they were, like— well, you know what that picture means, type thing. So it was leading, but it wasn't leading. Um, I don't know. It was really fucked up. It was. It was really yeah. nothing I've ever seen before. But they just were like, "Oh, like, like, oh, God hates fags. Fags, yeah, fags. Blah blah blah." Like this. And that. Like they were just like thought it was funny. Little like he did something great. Like okay, throw me a piece of candy. You know, like, like wow. I was taught to say this, so that's cool. I don't know what this sign says, but whatever.
0: You're not training and- a fucking dog. Okay, that's right. a child that you're growing right. to believe that these people are evil people, and they're really not. And no, during... no gay person that I've ever met in my life has been a bad person.
1: Not right. a single like, one of
0: them in my life.
1: Right, and then, like, in the second documentary, like, he goes out there and he really, like, hangs out with the people, like, on the picket lines. It's kind of like a different, yeah. like, view of whatever. And a kid that was... I think he was eight or seven. It was it was really fucking. I I literally cried, and I don't cry Aww. a whole lot of shit. But somebody drove by and threw a fucking like Seven Eleven Slurpee cup at him, and yep. hit him across the face and cut his face up. And he was <sighs> sitting there crying, and he literally didn't know why they did that to him. And they said, yes. they said you're disgusting trash. Like people just drove by and said you're disgusting trash. Well, it said that. It said—I can't remember. I should have wrote it down what the the picket sign said, but it just—it really upset me so badly. It was something about— um something about soldiers deserving to die, basically. It was wow. something about that. Like, nine eleven 11 was meant to happen type thing, and they were picketing in, you know, ground zero at this point. Like, it, it was just— I don't Classy.
0: Know. Thank you.
1: It just, I mean, I— I apologize for not coming with actual facts on this one, but it really upset me. And it was just like a blatant, like, I don't know, physical harm to a child that literally didn't fucking know what the hell was going on. You know, so it's just it right, just shows exactly. the grooming of this whole situation.
0: Yeah. And what's it, worse is they're putting the children up front because they're small. Front so You line? can't see yeah. their signs in the back. Right. So they get hit with all of that shit first. Which is even worse because they literally have no idea what they're even doing. They don't even know themselves at this point and you are putting them in that situation where they have to stand in the front, in front of the adults and get hated and thrown shit at and all sort of berated and everything. Do you know what that does to a child that isn't in that situation? Could you imagine
1: Feeling that
0: way your whole life,
1: and I didn't. Okay, I didn't plan on talking about this, but I feel like I kind of want to be vulnerable on this aspect. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got like the same reaction we're having about those kids that are you know being forced in that situation. I kind of got that same reaction with my parents about when you know I'd take my kids to a pride parade. You know, yeah, um, they I I don't know if they like assumed. That you know, the kids were going to get shit thrown on them or whatever, you know. And my, uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely never happened. And they've been to multiple, like I mean, over ten parades. You know, my kids really enjoy it; they they have a great time. And it, I don't know, it just it just bothers me that like there's that like implantation of assumption, I guess, that that's going to happen, yeah. and right, that, but. That's really not what, like, I don't know. It, it's not the same as what's going on in this, but it is a very um religion-based, you know, ideology, maybe? I don't know. I'm, like, struggling <laughs> to find the correct term to throw here. But... Yeah,
0: and it is. Uh, it is that way. It just, d- when kids are involved, no matter what the age, the parental people in their lives are always thinking like the worst is going to happen when they go to an event that is, you know, not accepted by everybody, if you will. So Westboro Baptist has been known to be in like really spot top, you know, places where, uh, for instance, you said ground zero, that's a really popular place where a lot of people are paying respect for the people that lost their lives. The whole nation was in shambles, and you're out here acting a goddamn fool and picketing with children who don't know what the hell's going on, and they're getting the grunt of this because they're in front. It's horrible.
1: I guess it just bothers me because, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm asking our listeners who also have been brought up in, like, a religious household or whatever. I mean, maybe I'm, like, grasping at, like, Somebody give me some answers here because (laughs) my parents like threw on to me, oh, don't take your kids out into like a pride parade because, you know, this is what's going to happen to them. This is like these terrible things like they're going to get, you know, like what happened to these Westboro kids like you know you're gonna slurpees yeah. chucked at their head and they're gonna say you know God hates fags that shit but that should never fucking happen because anybody that's been to an actual pride parade knows that that's like everybody's there literally and like to it's all love and happiness, you know, it's all inclusion. It's all like right. we're so happy to be here and celebrate, you know? Um but from a li- religious standpoint like they think it's all evil. But it's it's not, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious to see if that's like, I don't know, a common thing, I guess, among other con- religions, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But OK, anyways, uh, enough of that <laughs> there. So the sad thing is, is like as much as we really fucking hate to admit it, the fucking Westboro Baptist Church actually was a huge pop culture icon of the 2000s. It
0: really was. I know.
1: You know, and they were... I know, I hate it too. And they are a well-educated, grounded family full of fucking lawyers. They actually have their own law firm with 12 uh, head lawyers as of four years ago when I watched the documentary. It was the the most recent one. You know, um, so they had four, like, head lawyers... As of that time, but with that many lawyers in the family, like they know exactly how to say like safely taper their work underneath the real comfy blanket of the first amendment. You know what, you know, (laughs) what can we say? What can we not? They fucking know all the angles and as many like other icons of their time, They were portrayed in many different movies, which really pisses me off because they were absolutely portrayed in my coming out movie, which was like, but I'm a cheerleader. They were absolutely in fucking that one, Um, Mm -hmm. or at least a joking matter of that. They Kevin Smith's Red Slate or Red State. I'm sorry. SNL burned the fuck out of them. So did South Park in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everybody had their own like wild take on what was going on with them even tr- like we had talked about before i even did any investigating on this case like true blood like they said that oh the god hates fangs thing was in their opening credits well yeah that's definitely about them um yep so however if you check out their website god are
0: you serious
1: oh yeah 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 yeah. is that god the hates- website god yes
0: Oh um, my it, god. That is still, fucked up, dude. It's still
1: hundred percent active. Um, you can actually find a huge compilation of their own parodies because they said if everybody else is gonna poke fun at us, we're gonna do it ourselves. So um, you're psychotic. Oh yeah, yes. Well, this their whole site <laughs> is ran by Shirley. Good. So they have a whole fucking kids bop little fucking <laughs> CD on there. Okay. <laughs> So Shirley's, Shirley's favorite lady in life is, uh, she loves her Fleetwood Mac. She loves her Stevie oh. Nicks, which I can't fucking hate on the bitch for that because I love her too. But still, um, right. she fucks the world out of some, uh, Stevie Nicks songs and she fucks the world out of Lady Gaga music. It, they, they just, it Ugh. really is, it's fucking awful. But, um. Yeah. I bet it is. It's. The lyrical like shit that they put up onto their like, oh, hey, we just Napstered the fuck out of this karaoke track of this song that we like, you know, the backing track. (laughs) Like, it's it's fucking awful. It's awful. It just it makes me irritated as fuck. It just I
0: can't I can't believe you actually like looked it up. That's funny. Yes, I
1: fucking looked it up. Are you kidding? (laughs) <laughs> a, bit, a, a bitch is about to be thorough come on you know how I am with research yeah um, what, what was I thinking right Um, but you know I mean it, it's kind of like it's kind of like I mean throwing me under the bus here as much as we fucking hate them we can't fucking get enough we still research we still look more we still dive deep we still like see what the fuck is yes. going on like why are they like these vile creatures that we can't get enough of you know yeah, and that's
0: that's the whole like, um, what is it? Hate
1: gets more clicks. Right. Right. Like, the yeah, yeah, the click, the click factor of like, you know, all these like young kids these days. But to put it in millennial terms, actually, that's kind of funny because the way I'm going to talk about the next part is very millennial. So <laughs> I wrote down literally that the WBC is basically the mean girls of fucking the kingdom of Christ. They basically are. <laughs> Okay? Yes. They basically are, you right? They got their own fucking burn book and it is long as fuck and it's intense. They're petty adolescent fucking bullies. They're bullies, dude, bullies. They are.
0: They are so, bullies and they can't get enough of it either.
1: I know. So, all right, so would you like to hear according to their website that yes I did listen to their whole kids bop shit all that stuff. You want you want to hear what's <laughs> in their fucking burn book? Okay. So, Yes. The pope, is, the pope is a whore. Mickey Mouse is a fag pimp. The city councilwoman is a Jezebelian, switch hitting fucking whore. The DA, aka district attorney, is a fork tongued she devil, dirt dumb, butt ugly fucking processed vixen.
0: What yeah. is even happening over there?
1: This is all found on their website. Quote me. Like, I mean, at me, bitch. Oh my this goodness. Is all on their fucking website. As of like a couple of days ago. I'm
0: not going to post it at all because I don't want to, but I'm going to look it up to see because this is bonkers. I can't even fathom
1: this. There's one more. Mr. Rogers is a sissy ass Pied Piper from fucking hell. Oh, Pied Piper, like Arkells. Like we talked about him like, oh, Oh, I don't think he would like this shit. I don't think he would like being compared to Mr. Rogers.
0: No, um, listen, Mr. Rogers is a saint. Right. Okay, he did a like, lot.
1: I feel also. I feel like Kells is not happy with that whole. He he claimed the Pied Piper. Like, why the fuck are you giving it to Mr. Rogers? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're gonna right. talk
0: about another Pied Piper in later episodes too, and it's way different right. from th- right. from Mr. Rogers and R. Kelly's way different.
1: All right. So, are you re- all right? All right. You ready for the money piece here? All right, let's get it down. Yes, we're it down. I'm, re- All right, I'm ready. So the, we're, we've are we already, you know, we're balls deep in that fucking website, right? So here's more things to found out. Are you ready for this oh, shit? no. I'm not ready. Because it's great. It's great. I, I was not ready either, but, you know. All right. I'd like to also mention the signs that you can, that are available for purchase, okay? So you can purchase your oh. own picketing signs from their website, godhatesfags.com. Here are what the Westboro Baptist considers to be fags. Would you like to know what fags are to them?
0: Oh my gosh. They, they probably don't know, but okay, I'm ready.
1: I mean, being a flaming homosexual myself, I just really was shocked by what they <laughs> considered to be fags. So this is really fun. <laughs> um, okay. okay. So the Marines. Oh, yeah. Not Santa the The United okay. States flag in itself just itself sure sure all all Jews Halloween uh, not also not every participant in the nBA <laughs> what um, okay America at its whole the court <laughs> oh, it gets better <laughs> all the Mormons, every Catholic that has ever lived this is quote oh, sure. unquote these are words like quotes. The media, the entire mafia, I hope they hear this, please, if there's anybody oh. here in the fucking ma I don't care if you're Italian, you're fucking <laughs> Irish, like, fucking go after these people, please, I will pay for it, please. <laughs> all of public schools in general, and also the Oscars. Okay.
0: The Oscars. All right. The, all right.
1: Just, just to let you guys know. I don't think they know what that word means. Just to let you know, you're all fags. All those are fags. I'm cool with it. Now, okay, there's more purchase options. Okay, we got their kids' Bob CD. We got their fucking signs with what is fags. How about there's more positive signs? You can purchase positive signs of things that God thanks. So God thanks this. God thanks that. God is is happy for this type thing. Okay. It literally says. I'm ready to hear this. The, the, quote, the quote under the sign, it says, things that God thanks. And I felt like that was improper English. So I had to elaborate in my own way because it felt like oh. very shitty English. It was. Come at me, Shirley. Come at me. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, things that God thanks for the world. Um, 9-11. That's the number one. <gasps> and that one actually costs an extra $5 more than all the rest of the signs. <laughs> By the way. um. Wow. Breast cancer, the Ebola outbreak, dead shoppers, crashing markets, IEDs, uh, which isn't, I mean, I didn't look it up, but isn't IEDs, isn't that like fucking like car bomb. bombs? Bomb. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I it's a bomb. That. Okay. What the fuck? Right. Okay. So those you can also purchase if you would like those signs. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: so one of the things wow, that they really
1: i know I it's a lot to take in i can't even
0: i can't even fathom the mental gymnastics that you had to do when you were reading this
1: do you get this now you get it why i was like f- doing the most like what the fuck is going yeah. on like i had no yes. fucking idea none 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 i thought i was getting to like an easy fucking thing i literally came through with like four like pages of like bullet points from the documentaries and then I like really dove deep and I was like Jesus these people are really fucked up like what the fuck they are I had more enjoyment out of fucking with Jim and Tammy Faye Baker and I actually love Tammy Faye. I'm a fan of Tammy Faye. I think she was a a wayward uh woman that was just you know drowned in the facts of a fucked up dude. Like I really you know I got my heart goes out to her. These people are fucked up. These people are fucked up. Yes. I can't find sympathy in any of them. Except for those kids that got a slurpee in their face and didn't know what the fuck was going on. That's it.
0: Yes. The thing that I don't understand is how uneducated these people are and still continue to believe that all of this is the word, you know?
1: Yes. 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 So- One of the things that the WBC is adamant about is they're picketing, obviously. We just show what they're trying to monetize. Yeah, right. We know that. Uh, They said, and they post on their website, very top of the page. I don't know if they, like, you know, post it up there, like, pin it or whatever. I don't know. You you run social media, so you know how that works. Like, they pin it at the top, so it's always the top when you search. Yes. Okay. Is that, we're the first ones there to picket at the funerals of soldiers? They, they, uh, they would fly across the States, all the U S in 2020 there. Uh, I thought, Oh, cause all right. I may not be super smart on a lot of social media, but a bitch can dig down in the dark, uh, areas of the web. And I found some tax statements. They spent (laughs) over 200,000 fucking dollars in 2020 on flight tickets alone. Um, traveling wow. around to spread their doctrine quote-unquote so it was tax-fucking-free of the united states
0: we interrupt your regularly scheduled debauchery to talk to you about some other cool cats
2: Every week, we bring our listeners a true story guaranteed to send chills down your spine, from history's most brutal serial killers to the mystery of spontaneous human combustion. Yep, lots of these stories leave unanswered questions behind, and you'll get to poke through the rubble of the evidence with a hardened skeptic and... Someone whose mind is more open to fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. The show really feels like just kicking back with us at home and chatting about monsters and tragedies But having a few laughs along the way Uh, Just like we'd be doing if the mics were off, frankly (laughs) You can find Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie wherever you get your podcasts And on social media at Ain't It Scary Come play with us Forever and ever and ever
0: What do you think? Their links are in the description, so go check them out, you turkeys. Time to agitate the gravel and get back to Coolsville.
1: To do this, to post up at fucking funerals. They said they wanted to post up as many funerals as possible. They posted on their social media that they were pissed off that in 2020 they only got to 18 because of the corona fucking pandemic I'm fucking livid Shh. are you kidding me wow. and that all those flight tickets went untaxed what mm. are we fucking doing here people I mean I, I know we're a low grade podcast here but like what the fuck are we doing why is this why is this happening why is this cool
0: right you know I mean? thank you see I told you it was way deeper than them just protesting it at, at different events it's insane what they're getting away with and like freedom of speech we're doing it now, okay? We're voicing our opinions about this hate group because let's be honest, there's no religion here. This is pure hate out of the highest caliber.
1: It is, and but I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to live and die and fucking worship all flavors of mafia and I will do everything that they tell me to do and whatever. And I feel like that's way more powerful than you fucks from the Westboro Baptist, okay? <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> right. fuck. Yeah. All right.
0: It's really? The, the topic of Westboro itself, if you if you Google it, there is pages upon pages upon pages, just videos and pictures and all of these articles stating that they're here, they're there, they're wherever, you know, and you have to figure out, like, how are you guys traveling? How are you getting where you need to go?
1: When I first initially started looking into this, okay, so I was excited about it, you know, because we had talked about, like, our whole timeline of how we were going to choose cases, what we're going to choose, you know? I mean, you know, we were excited about it, and this was something I was excited because I blatantly knew nothing, so I'm always a bitch all about (laughs) research, right? She is, yes. Right. Like, I'm, I'm a sucker for research, and I started going into it, and it was just the amount of court cases that were pled outside of court or like bonded outside of court or like the fucking shit they got away with. And
0: yeah, all of it, it seems.
1: I read the public court. I read through 37. (laughs) Okay. All right. So my minor in college is paralegal studies. So I'm not an idiot when it comes to legal genre, legal jargon, any of that. I get it. I know it. I I I love it. I'm I'm glad to like fucking swim in that baby pool of it. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I read through yeah. thirty seven fucking cases. These motherfuckers are smart, and that pisses me off that they're smart because they are <laughs> legally. They do. They do. They know how to like dance around. You know. I, I mean that blanket of protection. They know how to like yeah. p- pussyfoot around it. They really do, and. I don't know if that's what like really triggered my intrigue for everything because it pissed me off so bad, but it was like, you know, that's what got me into searching. I was like, okay, I'm going to find fucking tax statements. I'm going to do this. You know, it was just like, it was like a monster that was breeding inside me. I guess like I need to do this research (laughs) and find this out. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying I'm standing with all the mafia. So if there's anybody that is any type of family, I don't care what flavor I'm with you. I'm good, and I will stand with you and help you out on this, okay? Because they want to talk shit about you guys, and I feel like you guys are higher power, okay? That's it. That's yeah, all I'm saying.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> $200,000 worth of tax-free fucking plane tickets in, in 2020, and they're bitching because COVID fucking stopped their travels. Are you kidding me? Good. Am I'm, I'm glad. Just to show up at people's fucking grave sites and laugh at the parents of people of soldiers that were taken down in war to fuck you guys. Fuck you so guys. You, so you can have your freedom of speech. Fuck yeah. you guys. Fuck you. I don't right. know what flavor of karma is going to fuck y'all, but I hope it does. And I, I, <laughs> if someone wants to put me in that, you know, that flavor of military to fuck you guys, I will, I will, I will do it. That being said, the WBC is ultimately self-funded, as we as we've already heard about. Yeah. So it requires all of its members to pursue some sort of education in the legal field because they all will be a member of their legal firm. That's great. Oh, they have that tied up in a neat little bow, don't they? They do. And then if they aren't smart enough to be in the legal field, they are required to give tithes to the church, which is ten percent of any of their wages, yeah, for the entirety of their life. So basically, like your nuts are in a a tie. Like you're you're fucked. Like you're ultimately paying the church for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, you're you're a part of the church. I mean. Honestly, I think 10% tithing is normal.
1: No, that's legal. That's legal. <laughs> they're, they're fresh on the legal. That is, 10% yeah. tithes is legal.
0: Right. It's, it's normal for a lot of people to tithe to the church 10% of their wages.
1: But if you look into their their legal firm, that also, mm-hmm. in certain legal firms, I don't know about all of them, Excuse me, but you have to pay into certain things. Like, you have to pay into the media fees. You have different fees for different things, you know? Um, yes. So, these people are, you know, the, these blood family, whatever, are paying into all these fees. And then they're also paying 10% tithes in whatever their winnings are. Literally, they're, like, they're shelling out so much of their fucking pay. Like, what are they even bringing home? You know what I mean? Like, and then also paying Nothing. taxes to the state on top. Right. Like, yeah,
0: they're not bringing too much of anything. They're
1: but- being astray right from the government. On top of that, like it's, but they're in this commune. They're all living in like the same. Yeah, it's a goddamn fucking cult. It's a cult. <laughs> okay. So, in all my research, I found a few more quotes that I'd like to just solidly mention. Okay. So, all right. <clears throat> strap up because these aren't pretty. It's that kissy poo. Preaching ass, sending these country ass motherfuckers all to hell. All you faggots and bastards are going to fucking hell. That's from Gramps, aka Fred Phelps. They, I'm sorry, his whole family. I didn't mention it yet, but his whole family calls him Gramps. Okay, so that's oh Phelps. Okay, so yikes. Here's the next one. God hates fags. Not necessarily. Do I hate fags? But God does. We're preaching the word of God. You can't live like the devil himself and expect to go to heaven the way you are. You will just die all as the fags are. That's from Megan Roper, which is the second eldest daughter of Shirley. Okay. So the next one. We love in the Bible sense of love. The actual sense. I mean that if I tell my neighbor that I fucking hate them because they're going to fucking hell, I say that out of love. If I hate them, if I truly hated them, I wouldn't tell them a goddamn thing. The truth is, if I tell you the truth that you're going to fucking hell, it's because I love you. That's Shirley Roper. I'm completely stumbling over these words because this is the most illiterate shit I've ever written down in my life. It is
0: so bad. It's so like backcountry. It is.
1: I'm trying real hard here. Yeah. Okay. I got another one. So, Uh-oh. all of their preaching is lying. It's hellbound false ass prophets that will eat their fucking babies. You're going <laughs> to eat your own babies. That's from Gramps, a.k.a. Fred Phelps, who we talked about. Wow. So, moving along to 2019, Gramps was actually excommunicated from his own ministry. Uh-oh. He, he was also excommunicated from his own family.
0: Why? Because he ate the babies? Is that right? Uh,
1: <laughs> that was actually four days before he... That was actually preached four days before this all happened. So... Oh. Yeah. Um, In his final days it was believed that he quote-unquote had a change of heart. That's what a lot of people wrote about. Um, He had a change of heart. So he exited his house from his little commune thing and went directly across the street, which if you guys don't know or you haven't looked up this church at all, so... In in basic fashion, they have their like church commune or whatever and like freedom of speech, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to put it in. So circling around that cul-de-sac of the neighborhood, there was houses that were called like the Equality House or the Black Lives Matter houses. Like they, you know, other protesting type houses uh, or community centers were built or staged around this Westboro Baptist commune. You know what I mean? Like, so he, old Freddy boy walked outside of his, of his commune and walked directly in front of, he went into the the middle of the road out from his quote unquote property and then stood in front of what they call the Equality House, which was a house that was um, a nonprofit organization that was built on um, LGBT equality and it was painted completely rainbow. They called it. Some people called it the Rainbow House, a Quality House, whatever you want to call it. And okay. he fell to his knees, crying, and said, "You are good people. I'm so sorry. You are good people." And it was said that he did that. It was recorded that he did it for four minutes. Fell to his knees. What? And this, yeah, and said, "You are good people. You're good people." That was oh. the la- That was the last living presence that was ever seen of Fred Phelps. He, that's bizarre, quote unquote died, um, according to medical records three days later. No one knows where his body is buried at, but his family claims that it was buried in a spiritual place and that where no one can find him because that way nobody can take out any hate towards him. It's a real big, I did some deep diving on that too, and it's really, I mean, there's no record of where he is or... What happened to his do body? They,
0: do they have a spot on their property or do they perhaps it's, have another property?
1: Can't find anything. I literally can't find anything.
0: Well, I mean, they're all fucking lawyers. What do you
1: think? Exactly. I can't find anything.
0: Yeah, I think it's so, pretty. it's kept kept under wraps. But man, it's it's too late for that. Right. I mean, and, if, if somebody wants to forgive you after all of this that you've created, they're strong. They're a strong person because I don't know if I could do it.
1: So then his daughter Shirley, his golden child, um, mm-hmm. she's the one in the videos, the like, I don't know, cell phone videos, pulling him back into the like the compound or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Drug him inside and then she interviewed and said that he suffers from severe Alzheimer's. He doesn't know what he does. She and the other elders have decided they are kicking their father out of the religion. They're kicking him out of the church, on the terms of that he is a non-believer, and that was all yeah. that was said about it. So, wow. Okay. In 2004, there's only 20 members left. Uh, at this time, they many of the grandchildren have actually written books about their experiences, about their experiences of abuse, about their um, experiences of grooming. There's actually 18 books that were published from the grandchildren, which I thought was really interesting, um, about their personal experiences within the WBC. Nathan Phelps, which is actually one of the... You know how I talked about he had 13 kids, but he only claimed 11? So Nathan was the first one that actually, um, like, disconnected himself from the church, from the family, all that. He basically wrote a tell-all, like a, a fucking Uh-oh. tell-all, gave all the, the receipts, everything, yeah. laid all their Spilling shit the tea, out. tea, all yeah. that fun stuff. And he said, you know, my father did this to the rest of his family because of his pent-up anger and aggression towards his parents and his disgust towards his parents. Which... Uh-huh. Interesting. Right, which is why I, I mean, you know, I'm just really striving to talk about nature and nurture, so that, like, that was a big thing for me to read that, and I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So, actually, uh, in 2019, thanks to Twitter, Megan Roper, which was the one that we listened to a bunch of quotes from her, she actually left the church, she left her family, and she realized in a Twitter war how actually ridiculous she had been like following these things, how she blindly was faithful to this religion that she taught was, was taught to her that was absolutely true. And then she realized how it was just solid hate and how it made her sick. And she just had this like huge, like coming to God moment to where, um, you know, she just, changed her entire life she wrote a book about it she was on some ted talks she I, she's a really brilliant writer if i i encourage everybody to listen to some of her stuff her ted talk is like 14 minutes but it's really it's really brilliant and okay it's very honest and vulnerable and i respect that and it it's really cool to see that after you watch the documentary. If if you guys watch the documentary the BBC documentary is the most hated family in the world or whatever. Yeah. I urge you to watch that first and then listen to her TED talk because it it's it shows a lot of strength. And that's she's got a lot of balls to
2: <laughs> okay. you know
1: go back and admit where she was completely wrong. And I I respect that. I respect that a lot. You know? Yeah. In front
0: of an audience. Like, you don't know how they're going to take your words after all of the stuff that you've done and gone through. And a lot of people that actually sit at the TED Talk studio, they have a pretty open mind, a lot of them.
1: See, I've never watched a TED Talk. I've never watched any of them, honestly.
0: It's very, very interesting. And there's tons of different topics. And there's so many different people with things that they have to get off their chest or... Uh, a talent that they've been suppressing or whatever, you know. That's really nerve wracking to go up to an audience and a virtual audience now and tell people about your strife and how you've gone through such an immaculate change in yourself and seeing how people, you know, receive that word.
1: Yeah, and she was. I mean, I listened to it. She was super vulnerable. Like, I mean, I just the strength in her was. I mean. It, I admire it a lot. I really do. Yeah. So, in conclusion, I wouldn't consider myself, like, a super lover of controversy or-, or one that likes to bring up a good debate every once in a while. Like, I don't know. I just really don't like controversy or, or conflict. I really don't. I'm kind of just like, uh, eh, I'm smarter than you, and I kind of, like, fade into the darkness, and that's about it, and maybe I'll bitch about it later type thing. But... <laughs> I do pride myself in I like to be I, I feel like I'm a speaker of truth and I'm not afraid to bring up the, the hard and heavy topics that other people don't want to fucking talk about. I am I'm, yep. I'm not afraid to talk about the shit people put under the rug. I'm not afraid. That doesn't scare me at all. So yeah, being I can bo- tell. Yeah. Being a born and raised Midwesterner, I was raised in a very strict Lutheran upbringing. Um, I'm 100 percent German on both sides. I do have the ancestry in case people want to fucking question that. But we're very, very religious. We're very, you know, cut and dry. Um, I come from a long line of pure blood German Lutheran descent. Um, I was taught right and wrong through a lot of scripture and I was brought up, you know, very actively in the church. After my confirmation, I was given the opportunity to either follow the religious, you know, upbringing that I, I was brought up in or I could have a choice. And, you know, in, in whatever I thought was authentic to me is what I was told. Come to find out that wasn't what my parents were really saying, but <laughs> I, I in no way think that my parents would have thought that I would go on the spiritual journey that I did But I went through lots and lots of uh, different realms. I went through a whole period where, you know, I thought I was atheist. I thought I was, you know, uh, I really... Read a lot of books and I I, like gravitated towards like really brilliant men like Sam Harris, um, Christopher Hitchens, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Richard Dawkins. Like I really like strove towards like the scientific aspect of it versus like the religion aspect because I wanted to know more. I wanted to know the fucking truth. Like, and I mean, you know me well enough. You know, I I dive deep because I want to know what the fuck is going on. You know, I don't want (laughs) to. I don't like this flowery facade about anything you know I researched my brains out to to find the core of my heritage and I wanted like my upbringing really brought a lot of hatred it brought a lot of things towards it it preached a lot of hatred towards the person that I truly am and that really bothered me growing up I spent most of my 37 years being stuck in a closet, assuming that I was trash and that I was, you know, that God hated me, that God hated this person that I am authentically when I was brought up to, you know, trust in God, do this because God says this is right. God is, he's your savior. He's the one that's going to guide you in your divine path, like blah, blah, blah. You know I mean? I mean, the list goes on. And I never understood it as a kid and how I was taught those things like God does this, God does this, but God doesn't ever make trash. But also, you're fucking trash. You know? You're wrong. Right. You don't fall into what everything I was taught, basically. Yes. You're th- There's nothing about you that is right. But also, God doesn't do that. You know, it was so contradictory. It was, it was really ridiculous. Yeah, it's probably really confusing. Yeah, absolutely. and. Somehow, like, I was thought of, like, as a devil, per se, by the people that were supposed to love me unconditionally. I have tattoos. I ha- I live an alternative lifestyle. Like, everything I did was fucking bad. Everything I did was fucking wrong. But also, I'm being, like, taught, like, in reading these scriptures that said God doesn't make junk. God doesn't make bad things, you know? You are an individual yeah. because that's what God chose you to be. And I was just it was such a mind fuck my whole life. And that but that's Midwest <laughs> culture. That's Midwest culture. it yeah. really is. It is. And it's because of my, you know, Midwestern upbringing and the acknowledgement of these unspoken monsters, if you could say, that it makes me really think about like the monsters we don't fucking talk about the self-fulfilled prophets that we blindly follow because they're who we're taught to follow and that's what we are supposed to believe is true. Now, before you guys all grab your pitchforks and you light your fucking torches and come after my ass, like, I just hmm. want you guys to think, like, I want to clarify that, like, I don't think religion is the enemy, even though it's a very... um Uh, mostly negative thing of my upbringing. I don't fear... I don't think it's the enemy. But I truly believe that we all need to believe in something. Like, I I think if you don't believe in something, you don't have faith in something, that, you know, you'll fall for anything. I think that, you know, faith is super important. Whatever you are faithful in, whatever that is, I think that's important. You know, I i 'm not one that would ever chastise someone for whatever they have faith in or what do they believe in I, I wouldn't. I think that's beautiful, and I think that's honest and authentic, and I love that. However, I do have a huge problem with fundamentalism solely because it leaves no room for discussion, it leaves no room for inclusion, and it leaves no room for growth or basic human understanding at all. That being said. I want to leave you with this one last thought. The world is full of monsters with very friendly faces. Sometimes monsters are found in the most angelic appearance, you know, that is covered in scars. Sometimes Mm -hmm. monsters are inside us all. They're embedded in our core beliefs. Sometimes monsters are in our own homes. Monsters are in the place that we feel the most safe. So trust your gut. Lock all your fucking doors. And also, leave us five stars and a good review on Apple Podcasts so that boosts up the algorithm. We really appreciate that because it's the godly thing to do.
0: (laughs) Yay! It is. At least that's what we believe. Right. Always remember the code of the Midwest. Don't talk to strangers.
1: Don't go anywhere alone. And lock your damn doors. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday.